What's up my MS Gym family? How you guys doing? Welcome to Motivation Monday. Um, so, as many of you know, uh, this past weekend was my 40th birthday. And, uh, and I had a little fun with you guys on Saturday as I, uh, I wrote an email about reflections from an old man. And uh, I'm just going to continue on that theme because, you know, I sat around this weekend and I got teased and I got jostled and I got, uh, you know, all kiddingly and lovingly, of course, by my family being like, well, you're over the hill now or when's your AARP card coming in or like, when are you going to the early bird calf or the early bird specials at, uh, at Golden Corral Buffet, <laughs> right? So after I threw an elbow in their face, no, uh, you know, so people were, people were kind of having fun with, oh yeah, you're 40, you're over the hill, you're halfway through your life, it's all downhill, like, you know, everybody kind of plays with this game uh, when you turn 40, right? I also heard other conversations just kind of, just around the whole theme of like turning 40, like I heard family members talking about like, oh yeah, what was I doing when I was 30? And then there's conversations that came up from people that they had friends who like their husbands or their wives turned 40 and like flipped out and had some midlife crisis and left. Or uh, a lot of people were talking about just, I kind of just overheard conversations about how it's like, oh yeah, for, in your 40s, that's when you kind of like sit back and you kind of hang out and you just kind of enjoy your life because you've been working so hard. Now it's time to start, you know, building for that family and building for retirement and only got 25 years of work left or whatever else. And uh, I kind of sat back and I just kind of reflected as old man Coach T and I just kind of, I kind of smiled because uh, my life is just beginning. And the thing is, is that like I'm, I'm 40 I have a five-year-old, a three-and-a-half-year-old, a newborn baby. I have a second newborn baby, which is 16 months old, which is you all. I have finally found my vision. Well, I've always known my vision, but i finally gotten to, 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 to working with the people that are my dream clients and my dream family. I have the dream team behind me. I am, I am fully clear on what my vision in life is. I'm fully clear on what my purpose in life is. My faith is greater, my, my, my health is coming back, my, my, my passion and my love for my wife grows every day, my appreciation for my kids and just where I've been is getting deeper. And I thought about this just a little bit ago, it's like, and this, this isn't necessarily a good thing, but it's just an interesting thing is that a lot of people with MS, they have to start their life over between 35 and 40. Because MS hits about that age demographic on the, on the major majority, 35 to 45, somewhere in there. So when a lot of people in this world are, have their life together and they're starting to build and they're starting to save and they're starting to be profitable and they get their dream house and their dream car and their dream trips and their dream family and their, their 401k and their blah, 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 blah. Uh, hold on just a sec. Okay. <laughs> Sorry, I had to make sure something wasn't going totally awry because I, I uh, just technology-wise. But it, as far as like a lot of people are getting that, that dream uh, life set up, my MS Gym Warriors are the ones that at 35, 37, 40, 41, 45, had their entire future decimated. Their entire outlook 
crushed. Their dreams stolen. Their security shaken. Their, 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 their future, their vision, everything that they thought was going to happen, that they've been working so hard for, all of a sudden uh, may not exist anymore. And I sat there and thought about that, and I'm just like, huh, that's interesting. And so then you start to think about the MS narrative, right? The MS narrative, which uh, is one of fear and rejection and anger and sadness and isolation and loneliness and confusion and discouragement and all that kind of stuff. And you, you, you really start thinking about that narrative and you're like, that just sucks, right? Like MS just sucks. Neurological conditions just suck. Like there's no, there's no way around it. I'm never going to be in here and just constantly blow smoke in your ear and sunshine in your ear and be like, we're all good. It's all happy. We should all just be happy that we have this, that, and the other going on, right? We should be happy that our lifespan might be different. We should be happy that we may get another comorbidity. We should be happy that we may get another autoimmune disease. We should be happy that our legs don't work and happy that our joints don't work and happy that we have cog fog days and happy that we're irritable and happy that we're moody, <laughs> right? Like, that is not what this is about. Like, I'm, I'm all about reality here. But, like, I want you guys to really just, like, just, just listen for a sec. And I want you to think about this. Like, I will never expect you to just celebrate and be super duper happy that MS has caused you so much pain, so much frustration, so much discouragement. You've had relationships broken, finances broken, dreams dashed, jobs lost. Uh, passions put on hold, hobbies destroyed, relationships gone, whatever. That's never a cause for celebration. But what is cause for a celebration is that when you are at a point in your life when you are angry and you are fearful and you are exhausted and you are upset, discouraged, angry, and just kind of having this why me moment, in that season, do you have the capability, the faith, the belief, the love, and the passion for yourself to pick yourself up and move forward anyway? Because let me tell you what old man River thought about this weekend. <laughs> old man Coach T was sitting there and I'm like looking around, I'm looking at my daughters and their cousins playing I'm looking at my mom, talk to my cousin who's now here, and my brother and uh, my brother and uh, his wife talking, and Misty with the baby and all this, and I'm like, life is pretty good. This is pretty cool. But man, has this been a path to get here? Man, has this been a life to get there? This been a path to get here. See, it's not for me. Like, it's not the things that I've accomplished that I value the most. It's not the things that like were, were my supposed to's that I value the most. Like I don't value my 4.0 GPA. My Well, I do, but let, just stick with me here. So most people would look at it and be like, yeah, you're successful. Like you had a 4.0 GPA, you have a bachelor's degree, you have a master's degree. Uh, you have like 18 certifications. Like you've been doing this for 20 years. You've ran 24 hour fitness. You've ran a successful businesses. You have a beautiful wife. You have awesome kids. You live in Colorado. 
Like, you know, you're, you're an expert in your field. You do what you love. You have it good, Trev. But let me tell you, like, those things are not what led me, what led me to find you. Those things are not what drove the formation of the MS gym and you. Those things are not what I sit back and be like, yeah, man, I kick butt. No. The things that have given me the most value in life are the fact that I was bullied and mocked and ridiculed starting at six years old. And that I lived with that for almost 30 years before I got over it. The fact that I was bullied, the fact that I was beaten up, the fact that I was made fun of, the fact that I was rejected by friends, the fact that I wasn't a popular kid, the fact that I was like an outcast up until like ninth grade, that led me to you. The fact that despite a 4.0 bachelor's degree, master's degree, 2,000 hours of, of surgical experience, like surgical shadowing, uh, letters of recommendation, like president of this, that, and the other honor society and all that, I still did not get and got rejected from medical school, PT school, and physician assistant school. Didn't get in. Did not get in. That led me to you. The fact that I've woven in and out, in and out, after getting rejected by all those schools that I thought I was supposed to go to, seeking out an identity by bouncing around from place to place to place to place, looking for that, for that, for that place where I finally am like, I've arrived. I'm here. These are my people. That's what's going on, right? I've accomplished something. Look what I've done. Look what I have. Look at this business. Look at all this. Look at my bank account. Look at my marriage. No, it wasn't that. It was the failure. It was the failure of those businesses. It was, like, it wasn't, it was, the, it was me walking away from 24-Hour Fitness. It was me turning down job after job after job that could have given me and my family security. And literally, because of me turning down job after job after job that caused me security, that's why my first wife left. Because I was unstable and unpredictable and I couldn't give her a good future. Literally, she walked out. Her and her family cleared out my house and left. That led me to you. It was Missy and I opening up, giving every single dollar and every single moment of our first five years of marriage to open up a medical fitness training facility only to have that fail. And we had to walk away and, and disappoint a ton of people, lose some relationships, lose all of our money. That led me to you. And then it was my health. Getting Lyme disease, celiac disease, having that all flare up. Not seeing Isla for the first probably two years of her life. Missing out on Brielle because we were so financially broke. That led me to you. Having my body break down, my feet not work, my gut not work, my hands not work, my eyes not work, my ears not work. And get to the point where, I, like I talked about on Saturday, that I literally was like, God, seriously, take me home or show me what I am supposed to do with my life. That led me to you. So it has not been the, the big shiny rocks and those big moments of like, woohoo, 
that led me to accomplishing my dream and led me to my destiny. It has been the massive failures, massive defeats, massive setbacks, and the massive why me days that have led me to you. Led me to my destiny, my future, my people, my love, my passion, and, and, and the, the people that I was created to serve. And so I say that to you today, not to just kind of reiterate my story over and over, but just to let you guys know that like, it is possible for those of you that are struggling hard today, it is possible to live with, with MS. Be happy, be joyful, be optimistic. It is possible to live with MS and feel grateful because of it. Feel grateful for it. Actually look at MS and be like, it probably saved my life. Look at MS and be like, well, it slowed me down enough so that I could appreciate life. Look at MS and be like, well, before I, was, uh, before I had MS, I was working 90 hours a week. I didn't see my family. I was all about money, all about power, all, all about title, all about accomplishing everything. And since I got diagnosed and I had to quit my job, I actually have had a better relationship with my family, better relationship with my wife. I, I appreciate life more. I listen to the birds. I look at the sky. Like I understand that like life is more than just what you accomplish, what you do, what you get, what you have, what you become, what plaques are on the wall, or what you've accomplished. Okay, let me read something to you. So these are some posts that came in that I just put that I put just put in an email. And this started with Yulia. She said, I think back, I think back on how Trevor encouraged us to have positive whys and relate it to my relationship with MS. I'm not trying to kick its ass anymore, I'm trying to work with it still. Does anyone else identify with not feeling an ounce of anger towards this amorphous thing that is this diagnosis? How has MS changed you for the better? I mean, seriously, sincerely, like we've all learned so much about ourselves and others in this process of managing our health. Certainly some of it must have done good. Certainly some of it must have done good. So I love the optimism in that statement. Certainly out of all this tragedy, something good had to come out of this. Something good had to happen. There's a reason and a purpose for this. Listen to some of the stuff that came out. So Karen wrote, like, I cannot say I don't hold any anger towards my diagnosis. I still get angry, sometimes more frustrated at times, right? But those moments don't consume me 24-7 like they used to. MS has definitely slowed me down, certainly slowed me down, which has allowed me to view life differently and in a good way. I'm more grateful towards my body. I'm more tuned in physically, emotionally, and even spiritually to my life. Uh, Tim wrote, basically, he was going down a path towards destruction and literally death. All of his friends were kind of running, doing bad stuff, on drugs, doing crime, doing this, doing that. And because of MS, Tim got out of that game. And Tim actually found that he could, he said, as of today, I can honestly say, if it wasn't for MS, I would more, I would more than likely be dead right now. So it really saved my life. It saved me from myself and gave me purpose. Tracy, Tracy said, 
uh, before, or she's like, I would get so angry at myself and at my body, I would literally beat myself up. I would pinch my legs or my face or my head in frustration. Turns out that was a serious side effect of some medications. But seriously, very scary, very scary. But now I'm thriving, I'm living because of this amazing community, because of the MS gym, right? MS has given me my life back. I have all of you now, and I'm finally okay with having MS. Emily writes, this is, uh, she's like, I could not have said this better, Yulia. This is why this is the peaceful part of the peaceful warrior mantra. It is so crucial, right? You cannot be at war with yourself, even if that includes MS. Diana wrote, it sent me on a path of self-improvement, physically and emotionally, that I may not have found otherwise, or maybe would have found it all. So here's the thing, you guys, about this message, right? Is that there's no way that I can sit up here in front of you and, and know exactly what you're dealing with. And walk, I'm not walking in your shoes. I have not gone through your life. I don't, I'm not all up in your head. I'm not, I'm, not, I'm not feeling that pain in your heart. I'm not feeling that jab in your gut. I'm not feeling the sorrow that may be in, inside of you or the anger or frustration or hurt or woundedness. But what I can tell you is that I've been working with the MS population for 20 years. I've been battling with my own autoimmunity to the point of literally like wanting to die. Even though I had this amazing wife and these two little girls at home that I was taking care of, I didn't care. I was like, please save them from me. I've been at that point. I was in so much pain and I was so jacked up, so depressed, so angry, so discouraged that I just wanted it to end. I can say with that experience that that only made me stronger. That led me to my destiny. That let me know that I didn't want other people to feel like this and that I was going to use movement and mindset and just lifestyle and living to not only heal you and other people, but I was going to do it at the same time I was healing myself. Like, I'm healing right alongside with you guys. Do I wish that my body worked better? Yes. Do I wish I could have birthday treats and not feel like I literally drank a fifth of vodka the next day like I did on Sunday? Yes. Like sugar destroys me. Carbohydrates destroys me. Do I wish I could celebrate and have some drinks with my family? Yes, but I can't because alcohol destroys me. Should I get pissed off about that or should I just accept it? So as you can see from those texts, you guys, like it's all about perspective. And it takes a while and it takes a process to get to that point, to get that perspective, to look at your MS and be like, you know what? This sucks. Some days are terrible. I don't wish this on anybody. I wish I didn't have MS. However, what am I going to let it do? My choice is either to move forward, accept that I have MS, and do whatever I can, however I can, whenever I can to counteract it through movement, mindset, nutrition, stress reduction, and lifestyle, and relationship building in a great community like this, like the MS Gym, or I can let MS kill me. It'll start with my, with my mind. It will then probably go and kill my spirit. And then it will probably kill my body. So you can either find life with MS, or you can find death 
I would say wait for death with MS. And I'm being real raw with you guys right now because the thing is about MS, it's not like cancer. I was just telling Ken this morning, it's interesting with a lot of MSers is that I get comments like, well, I'm, I'm, you know, I work, I work, still work, I'm still a parent, and I'm just, I'm just fitting in my exercises. Or these programs are too long, I don't have time to do this, that, and the other. Or how do you expect me to fit this into my busy life and this and that and whatever? And I'm, I kind of want to, I kind of want to respond back and be like, well, what would happen if you had cancer and you had three months to live? And your doctor said you were going to have to go to chemo four times, four time, or four hours a day, or whatever it is, for X amount of week. Then you have to go through radiation. Then you're going to have to get surgery. You're probably going to have to like either take medical leave or quit your job. Your family's going to depend on you. You're probably not. Your marriage is going to suffer. You're going to feel like crap. You're not going to be able to do the things you want to do. But we're going to pump you full of chemo. We're going to pump you full of poison. We're going to blast you with radiation and then chop stuff out of your body. But you're going to live. Would you do it? Probably. But the, the sneaky part about the, de the deceptive and sneaky part about MS is it doesn't attack you and give you two months to live. It is a slow erosion of everything that you are as a human being over 10, 15, 20, 25, 30 years. It's not a quick death, which means that people aren't searching out for a quick fix, which means they're not taking quick action, which means they're sitting back and just waiting for the right time to actually take action. And let me tell you, that's a mistake. When you have a, when you have a point, you're, you're going to reach a point with your MS journey that like Misty said in the past, that you're going to get so disgusted with how you think, how you move, how you feel. And that you're going to look around and you're going to be like, I hate the way my life is. I hate the state of where things are at. This relationship's gone. I, don't have, I can't go do this. I can't move this way. I'm stuck in this chair. I just watched Wheel of Fortune all day. And I, I, I'm not doing anything I thought I was going to be doing in my life. Maybe then you'll take action. So here's the thing, you guys. Like The, the people that I read about on that text message, all of those people, they have taken action. They decided that they wanted a different future. They decided that even though, they're, even though they've lost their past, they don't like their current or their present, they sure as hell are not going to end up, they're not going to give their future away to MS as well. MS took your past, or it punishes you with your past. It has taken your present, but you do not have to let it take your future. And that is what the people on that text or on those text messages that I got, or those, sorry, those comments in the MOC, that is what they are exemplifying. Like, you don't have to give MS your future. MS doesn't get to have your future. Just because you have that diagnosis doesn't negate the fact that you get to design your path, write your future, and go after your destiny. It doesn't take away the fact that you still have the right, you still have the deserved God-given right to design a future that is good, to go after and seek out a life that is fulfilling and satisfying. MS doesn't disqualify you for the goodness in which you, or which, in which you were designed for. All it is is just part of your story. It's a crappy part of your story. It's a difficult part of your story. It's a very punishing part of your story. But guess what? It's part of your story. 
And you can use that adversary and you can use that opponent and you can use the, the thing that's coming against you that is trying to take you out and you can claim victory over it. You can claim, you can overcome it and you can take it and use it to fuel you and be like, no, I am not letting you get me. I am moving towards my future. I am moving towards my family. I am moving towards my dreams. I am moving towards the things that you thought you could take from me, but you can't. I'm going this way. So you can be angry. That's cool. You can be upset and sad and sorrowful and depressed. That's cool. You can be discouraged. That's cool. But don't stay there. Don't let MS keep you there. Don't let the voices of the world around you tell you that you don't deserve to get out. You can't get out or you shouldn't even try to get out because they're just a bunch of bold-faced lies driven by and fueled by ignorance and fear and misunderstanding. So we're all about the theme of living life by design. I talked about it last week. I talked about it in emails last week. And I'm talking about it today again. Like you can live a life by design. You can design your life path. You do not have to live by diagnosis. Just because you have MS or a neuro condition doesn't mean you're labeled with a big old N on your chest. Then that disqualifies you for life, disqualifies you for happiness, disqualifies you for pursuing your dreams, disqualifies you for going after the things that fill your heart that feeds your spirit, that feeds your mind, and that give you the deepest satisfaction that a human being can have. You are absolutely worthy. You deserve to go after that stuff. You're capable, strong enough, and, and resilient enough to go after that stuff. And because of the MS Gym, you guys have the tools to get there. You have the movement meds. You have the mindset meds. You also have the relationship meds with the MS Gym community. You have supports. You're not alone anymore. So I don't care if this message reaches one of you today. There is someone right now watching this video that is like, I don't know how this is ever going to get better. I don't know how this is ever going to turn around. I don't know how I will ever get my life back. And some of you may have been there. Some of you may be there tomorrow. But I can tell you, and I've been there, but I can tell you straight up, nothing changes if nothing changes. And the best way to start walking toward your destiny, your vision, and your future that you want is to start. You can't wait for motivation. You can't wait for belief. You literally have to step out and step forward on faith and you've got to every day wake up and be like I can do this I can be this I can get this I can restore this I can heal this I can counteract this I'm me I'm me I'm me and I love myself enough that, I, that despite the fact that my legs don't feel good today, my brain's a little foggy, my bladder's kind of going crazy, I love myself enough and I'm passionate enough about creating and designing a future that I want with myself, with my family, with those I love, 
and for the reason and purposes of why I was created, I'm going to take that step today. I'm going to do my exercise today. I'm going to eat well today. I'm going to take some time to reflect and fill my brain today. I'm going to get my mind right today. And I'm going to, I'm going to believe, I choose to believe that this is all going to work. I'm releasing myself of timetables. I'm releasing myself of expectations. I'm releasing myself of comparison from other people that I see. And I'm just focused on me and getting today right and walking to forward today right and doing my exercises right and thinking clearly, correctly today, eating right today, communicating right today, tapping into a support system that fills me today. Because if you can do that, you guys, you can do this. You can do this. So I encourage you, if you're feeling angry, if you're feeling sad, if you're feeling frustrated, if you're feeling discouraged, that's cool. Receive that. Sit in it. Hang out in it. But do yourself a favor. Do that for the next 24 hours. And then I want you to try the next 24 hours moving, thinking, eating, communicating, spending time with, filling your brain with things that you think are going to move you forward towards the path that you want and see which days make you feel better. Okay. And it, it has to be, <laughs> see what days make you feel better, right? It can't be based on results. It can't be based, well, my day's only going to be good if I pick up my foot or I stand up out of my chair. No, this is a mindset game. So Take the next 24 hours if you're there and you have every right to be angry, frustrated, pissed off, sad, sorrow, and lonely. But then I challenge you, the next 24 hours, I want you to try to connect with them, connect with somebody in the MS gym, try to exercise, try to eat well, try to take some time to just be quiet and get the MS noise out of your brain and think about what do I really want out of this life and see which days actually make you feel better. Because I... I have had to go through this so much in my life and train my brain right so that I could train my body right, train my spirit right so I could train my mind right. Because if you don't have your spirit settled, your brain will never calm down. And if your brain never calms down, your threat bucket will constantly overflow. And if your threat bucket's constantly overflowing, your body's never going to heal. So that's what I want you guys to do. Be angry, be upset, be frustrated, but still move forward anyway. All right? So those are my thoughts from being an old man. Hopefully uh, they, they resonated with some of you. Hopefully they helped some of you out. Uh, I love you guys to death. Thank you for being the best ones to her. <laughs> besides, my, besides my fam, you, thank you for being the best birthday presents I could ever have. Like, I'm excited about my 40s because I only got to spend a year of my 30s with you guys. But I get to spend all of my 40s, 50s, 60s, 70s, 80s, 90s, and 100s with you guys. Because this is my life. This is what I do. You're my people. You're my family. You're who I love. I'm excited to raise my children alongside of you. I'm, I'm excited to develop my marriage alongside of you. I'm excited to live out my life's dreams alongside of you. And I'm excited for that because if that's happening for me, then that means that that's happening for more of you. And that's what this is all about. So I love you guys. Thank you so much for being a part of my life. Thank you so much for being Part of my 40s, baby. It's time to go. It's time to rock. We're going to go freaking fabulous, fantastic 40s. So I love you guys. Have an awesome day. I'll talk to you later.